In a surprise announcement to the world, Australia, Britain, and the United States have announced a new trilateral security partnership of historic like-minded nations. Although it was not mentioned in the announcement, this move counters the unpredictable nature of China and Russia. The first task of this new partnership is to arm Australia with nuclear-powered submarines, making them only the seventh country in the world that will have such technology. The pact is sending a clear message to the world that the United States' closest and natural allies, even under President Biden, are the Anglo-Saxon nations. The Atlantic Magazine article headline was Joe Biden's New World Order. Nigel Farage called it every Brexiteer's dream. For students of Bible prophecy, it is simply another confirmation that events are moving toward the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to another edition of the Bible in the News. This is John Billington with you. The following are portions from the surprise announcement a few days ago. The first is Prime Minister Morrison, the second Prime Minister Johnson, and lastly, President Biden. Well, good morning from Australia. I'm very pleased to join two great friends of freedom and of Australia, Prime Minister Johnson and President Biden. Today, we join our nations in a next generation partnership built on a strong foundation of proven trust. We have always seen the world through a similar lens. We have always believed in a world that favours freedom, that respects human dignity, the rule of law, the independence of sovereign states and the peaceful fellowship of nations. And while we have always looked to each other to do what we believe is right, we have never left at each other. Always together, never alone. Our world is becoming more complex, especially here in our region, the Indo-Pacific. This affects us all. The future of the Indo-Pacific will impact all our futures. To meet these challenges, to help deliver the security and stability our region needs, we must now take our partnership to a new level. A partnership that seeks to engage, not to exclude, to contribute, not take, and to enable and empower, not to control or coerce. And so, friends, AUKUS is born, a new enhanced trilateral security partnership between Australia, the United Kingdom and the United States. Australia has a long history of defence cooperation with the United States and the United Kingdom. For more than a century, we have stood together for the course of peace and freedom, motivated by the beliefs we share, sustained by the bonds of friendship we have forged, enabled by the sacrifice of those who have gone before us and inspired by our shared hope for those who will follow us. And so today, friends, we recommit ourselves to this cause and a new AUKUS vision. I'm delighted to, to join President Biden and uh, Prime Minister Morrison to announce that the United Kingdom, Australia and the United States are creating a new trilateral defence partnership known as AUKUS with the aim of working hand in glove to preserve security and stability in the Indo-Pacific. And perhaps most significantly, the UK, Australia and the US will be joined even more closely together.
reflecting the measure of trust between us, the depth of our friendship and the enduring strength of our shared values of freedom and democracy. Only a handful of countries possess nuclear-powered submarines, and it is a momentous decision for any nation to acquire this formidable capability, and perhaps equally momentous for any other state to come to its aid. But Australia is one of our oldest friends, a kindred nation, and a fellow democracy and a natural partner in this enterprise. Now the UK will embark on this project alongside our allies, making the world safer and generating jobs across our United Kingdom. Thank you. Over to you, Mr. President. Thank you, Boris. And I want to thank uh, that fellow down under. Thank you very much, pal. Appreciate it, Mr. Prime Minister. I uh, am honored today to be joined by two of America's closest allies, Australia and the United Kingdom, to launch a new phase of the trilateral security cooperation among our countries. Our nations and our brave fighting forces have stood shoulder to shoulder for literally more than 100 years. Through the trench fighting in World War I, the island hopping in World War II during the frigid winters in Korea, and the scorching heat of the Persian Gulf. The United States, Australia, and the United Kingdom have long been faithful and capable partners, and we're even closer today. These kind of announcements are exactly what we would expect to see from the picture painted in Ezekiel 38 of the alliance of nations that is to exist when the Lord Jesus Christ arrives on the scene. Much has been written about this in previous Bible magazines that are accessible at thebiblemagazine.com. On a simple level, however, we find in Ezekiel 38 two major confederacies of nations, one to the north of Israel and one to the south. The confederacy in the north, in relation to Israel, is from the uttermost parts of the north, verse 15, and is led by Gog of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. Rosh is connected to Russia, and in the Greek Septuagint version, it is still a word that is connected to Russia in use today. The nations listed that are confederate with Russia would include the rest of Western Europe, Persia, which is Iran, Ethiopia, and much of North Africa. The nations listed along with the power block to the south is led by Latter-day Tarshish, a merchant or trading power, found in chapter 38 and verse 13. This Tarshish power has long been identified as Great Britain, with her national offspring lining up beside her. This would include her traditional Commonwealth countries, and also the United States of America, the first of her offspring to gain independence. However, in the prophecy, Tarshish is also connected to Sheba and Dedan, which are historic nations to the south of Israel in the Arabian Peninsula. And most helpful in understanding Tarshish, is seeing that she would assist the Jewish people returning home after their long dispersion, but would also stand in defense of Israel, even if at the end in word only. We would encourage you to look further into these nation, nations and their identities using the link listed above. As your certainty of the identity of these nations grows, so will your excitement at the understanding where we uh, are in the world in relation to the coming of Christ. It is with the 
above understanding that many Bible students have understood that Britain did not belong in Europe. In 1848, a Christadelphian writer, John Thomas, in his book Elpis Israel, commented on Britain in relation to the European Toe Kingdom of Daniel chapter 2, verse 42 and 43, quote, that it, Russia, will overrun the, all the ten kingdoms, subdue Turkey, and incorporate Persia into its empire, but that when it has reached its zenith, it will in turn be precipitated into the abyss. When I come to unfold these things, the reader will see why Britain is not included in the Ten Toes. She is reserved of God to antagonize Russia. The Ten Toes belong to the image as a united dominion. Hence, Britain cannot be included among them unless it is first conquered by the overshadowing power, which it will not be, as it clearly is demonstrable from many parts of the divine testimony. Further to that, Thomas also wrote in 1852 of the relationship between Britain and the United States. Quote, The British power, as old as it is, will endure as long as the American Confederacy. Britain cannot fall until her mission is accomplished. Energized of God, she has withstood the world in arms and will do it again. She has, she has wealth enough and men will not be wanting. She will gain many victories and experience many defeats. Still, she will carry on the war until Christ appears to conquer for God and for himself and people. It is quite possible, therefore, that an alliance will be formed, as much desired by America as Britain. Be this as it may, Christ will judge them both, and that power will fare the best which yields most promptly to his commands, and, and shows the most favor to his people Israel. That's taken from the Herald of the Kingdom Age. Uh, the Herald of the Kingdom Age to come. It is certain, as far as the Bible is concerned, that Britain did not belong in Europe, but would rather fall back on her historic relationships with her national offspring. It is with added interest we note the relationship between Australia, Great Britain, and the United States is rising to new heights and at the expense of a now wildly angered France. For in order to build the Aussie nuclear-powered submarines, the French $50 billion contract for diesel-powered submarines has been thrown in the wake of the Tarshish ships. French Foreign Minister Jean-Yves Ledrain lambasted the arrangement calling it a knife in the back and a unilateral, brutal, unpredictable decision that would be expected from a Trump administration uh, and he said this in an interview with Frank in France Info Radio. Another, Bruno Teteris of France's Foundation for Strategic Research uh, think tank, went even further, calling it a Trafalgar strike. It seems that the announcement not only took the general populace by surprise, it also took the French by an even greater surprise. Because to add embarrassment to the French, they had planned a series of events to honor the 240th anniversary of the Battle of the Capes, where the French Navy had assisted the United States during its War of Independence 
against none other than Great Britain. And instead of attending galas aboard his French frigate docked in Baltimore, Maryland, a top-ranking French naval official has been flown home. And for the first time ever in history, the French ambassador to, to the United States has been recalled. And the ambassador to Australia has also been recalled. The French are truly angry. And for Europe as a whole, it calls into question how solid their relationship really is with the United States. As the French felt that these actions were expected under President Trump, not under President Biden. A BBC headline was AUKUS, Defense Pact, an Awkward Wake-Up Call for Europe. And all this comes after the disastrous U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, which in and of itself made Europe anxious and even horrified. The chairman of the German Parliament's Foreign Relations Committee, Norbert Rochen, said, I say this with a heavy heart and with horror over what is happening, but the early withdrawal was a serious and far-reaching miscalculation by the current administration. This does fundamental damage to the political and moral credibility of the West. Speaking about Afghanistan, Rutger Lentz, the former head of the Aspen Institute in Berlin, had this to say. Naturally, this has damaged the American credibility, along with that of the intelligence services and of the military. One can only hope that the damage to America's foreign policy leadership can be quickly contained. He said that before the submarine affair. Well, <laughs> things are not quickly contained. But from the prophets we know, the east-west national divide that was the result of World War II has to change to a north-south divide. Quite simply, Britain and the United States are not destined to be friends as they are not part of the northern confederacy or the beast system as we call it in Revelation. But for the rest of the world, the actions of the United States may have been expected under a President Trump, but they have happened under a President Biden. Just remember, world rulers may change, but it is the same angels that are working behind the scenes to further the purpose of Almighty God to prepare the scene for his son's return. In closing, here is what Nigel Farage had to say, Mr. Brexit himself. This is the Anglosphere coming together with a 21st century solution. France's diesel-powered subs were a 20th century solution. And I will say this. This deal would not have happened had it not been for Brexit. Had we been tied into an EU foreign policy, and we certainly wouldn't have gone against major French government contracts. So Brexit has allowed us to do, and, and in many ways, this was always the Brexiteers' dream, because my view has always been that our best friends in the world speak English. In biblical prophetic language, the Anglosphere that is coming together is called Tarshish with all the young lions thereof. Come back next week for another edition of The Bible in the News because it really is in the news.